would have thunk that my cat is going to show us live coverage of this full moon in Gemini. I, I'm going to tell you about it, but I, you know, they always say, don't tell me, show me. So here's my, my kitty, my big overweight, but don't tell him. <laughs> Fast asleep now. This is what he loves to do to paper, but this is what the full moon, <laughs> this is what the full moon looks like. See that? Mercury ripped to shreds, right? This is, this is what we're doing. This is our welcome to our full moon in Gemini, folks. Hello, everyone. My name's Irliana, Star Sound Speaks, starsoundastrology.com. Yes, this is the episode, I think it's 282, and it's going to be on this amazing, rather fraught with a, a bit of tension, uh, full moon, but I will offer, of course, remedies. There's always a remediation. The solution is always in the chart. The challenge, yes, and the solution. So, for those of you who don't know me, welcome. I practice traditional astrology, blend in with, with modern archetypes, if I could get the words out. <laughs> and uh, I use whole sign houses. So in this video, we're going to talk about the features of this ripped up <laughs> Mercury. And we're also going to, um, I'll, I'll share with you um, the houses where these are going to be occurring in your chart. So depending on, I'm going to do it for ascending, rise, rising signs, but you can read for either your rising or your sun or both. Okay, so this particular full moon is going to be on, oh, let me pull that up here, a oh, full moon with my rainbow chart, ooh, because, you know, Mercury is the ruler, Mercury is um, all things, so here, here's the full spectrum of color, Mercury is, the full moon is going to be four degrees, 51 minutes of Gemini, so it is ruled by Mercury, and it is also, as we can see here, in the bounds of Mercury. So what that means is the bounds is kind of like he's he's hanging out in Mercury's house, Gemini, but he's and he's also playing by Mercury's rules. Because sometimes you could hang out in a house, but then somebody else is in charge of the rules, so you it's a different dynamic. But in this case, it's got a real mercurial influence. Well, what about that? The domicile ruler, he's in Mercury's domain, Mercury's rules. Well, Mercury happens for this full moon to be in exile in Sag. Mercury doesn't want to be. It's like asking Peter Pan to like put on judge's robes and sit on, you know, sit in judgment like Judge Judy or something. And he doesn't want that. It's like that's not an easy place for Mercury. So there's this that already is a conflict. The other thing, too, if you notice here, you got the sun and Mars in an opposition to the moon. So that can, that can really speak to a lot of combativeness, um, a lot of, there's an emotional crisis. You know, when, whenever a full moon happens, it's the completion of the what was seeded at the new moon. And so two weeks ago, we had the new moon, and it, this is about moving, you know, it was in late Scorpio. Now the moon is in Gemini, opposing the sun and Sag. So there's some spiritual belief crisis that is going on. It can bring about some emotions. What is planted at the new moon comes to fruition at the full moon. And this particular full moon has a, has a complex, it has a, a rather charged dynamic because with Mars, combative Mars, in, in under the beams of the sun, you know, having that that intense volatility of opposition. So we could be seeing opposition with, you know, spiritual beliefs, um, you know, my way is the highway, you know, my God is better than your God, and I'm gonna, I'm arrogant about it, you know, this is like, these are the kinds of feelings and subjects that might come up or that are, that are at play. And 
you know, we're trying to be like, hey, let's just all be open-minded and explore things. Because if it didn't have that, Mercury and Gemini is, uh, the moon, full moon and Gemini is like lots of curiosity. Hey, let's go shopping. Let's go here. Let's take advantage of one more Black Friday sale. Ah! <laughs> let's go to this, this, that. You know, I could uh, just go to town. But with that opposition, it's creating a bit of a conflict. We also have the sun, I'm sorry, the um, being open-minded can cause conflict because it's also Saturn. If you notice here, Saturn is at that zero, just about to go to one degree, right? The last few days here, Saturn at that critical degree, zero Pisces, and it's making a square. It's making that square with this uh, full moon. So, you know, we could look at that a couple of different ways. I think to me, when I really feel into it, it's like, Saturn being the wise elder, he's like, okay, everybody, he's like almost like the mediator or the umpire. It's like, all right, let's burp, let's blow the whistle, everybody, and just referee here. Okay, like, can we stop? Let's be patient. Saturn and Pisces, let's have compassion. Let's forgive. Let's oh, chill. Everybody just chill. Find some nice spiritual disciplines to like calm down our busy Gemini mind and not kill each other, Saturn, Sun and Mars, you go in that corner, you sit down and you know, you sit down, right? Everybody just sit down. So that will, that's actually, to me, that's, that's helpful. That's, it's, it's a mutable T-square, but it's demanding that we need to slow down and think big picture too. Saturn's always about the long-term, you know, like, oh, what is that really the wise thing to do to go off the rails? <clears throat> with these combative energies about beliefs and and all that it's like well of course no so that square is um yes it's calling forth some emotional crisis here it is time to get real he's going to say look let's let's be real here let's be disciplined let's draw some boundaries uh let's be patient um and so they're all and and i would say too with saturn ruling time you know time heals all wounds time heals all emotional off the rails arguments <laughs> and and space you know just like i said breathe a few days later venus is going to come into uh later in the week venus will is close to the south node as you can see here is three degrees away and she's going to conjunct by the end of the week. I think it's next Sunday. She'll be exactly conjunct at 24 degrees of Libra. And of course, Venus conjunct the south node. You know what that could also point to. And, and, and then a few days after that, she's going to be squaring. She's already squaring by, by sign. And in an exact square about a week from now with Pluto. So Venus in south node ruler you know, squaring off with Pluto, that's definitely speaking to leaving behind toxic dynamics, especially like family dynamics and or dynamics where our equality and fairness is threatened. And it could also extend into, say, government and society, the status quo, the corporate culture world. You could be seeing that. Um, interesting that the, the last day, I think, is going to be any day now um, with that statute of limitations where women can sue under like the me too about sexual harassment and several famous people including oxel rose of guns and roses were uh you know being charged with all these you know these offenses about rape and sexual abuse and things very interesting with sat venus coming into that square of pluto this is coming up but in our own lives where we are feeling um, where this this reparation has to happen from deep within our 
family dynamic for sure. So we could be seeing that. So I think a lot of just generally speaking, this this full moon really uh, it speaks to all that about a conflict in beliefs and philosophical and spiritual and religious beliefs and differences and where that causes a crisis where we want to when you think about Gemini the the fleet-footed messenger you know maybe it's time to flee maybe it's time to leave behind um, this kind of our, our propensity to perhaps people please in situations like this the you know the shadow part of Gemini is like oh I'm all things to all people and kind of like jack of all trades it's like okay well that that's not really you know Saturn Mars and the Sun and Saturn they're all going okay you know let's 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 rethink that <laughs> you know it's like okay so um I would say perhaps um with this is to you know what's what's the best rx remedy well the two things that come to mind for me are you know rip paper no just <laughs> you too can put your teeth on a picture of mercury <laughs> for fun right that's look at the smile on his face it's like let's not get too serious folks okay <laughs> so i just love this i'm not throwing it out this is like <laughs> it's like are my puja altar it's like okay gotta get a new one but He's like, no, just just be chill. Just keep smiling like Mercury. Keep your hat on, right? Don't lose your head. Mars is like, lose your head over my way, thy way. And he's like, no, we won't. So um, even if it means getting get a little frayed on the end, but I think that we we will make this through. Ah. So the other thing, not just keeping it light, but my my recommendation is with Mars, with Gemini ruling the lungs, oh, breathe breathe and keep it light and none of this means anything right so there's some liberation feeling that way okay so the last part of this little chat we're going to get into the houses where does this occur for you in your chart i'm going to read for your rising sign before i do just to tell you that i am available for readings private readings um, sessions, long-term coaching sessions as well. And you can just go to starsoundastrology.com and, and look up the offerings. I am also going to be offering uh, by asked by request some astrology. I'm returning to teaching astrology, which I did last year. We had some fun, informal, but very fun, useful, educational, hands-on lessons, how to, in ancient astrology, which is usually not you don't usually think of ancient astrology with fun, but you know, I am going to, you know, me and ripped up Mercury, we're going to have fun. So anyway, if you're interested, just shoot me an email, Irliana at starsoundastrology.com, and we're going to start in January. Okay, so houses. Where is this leaving where we want to be leaving behind that battlefield, being patient, but also maybe having to leave behind the battlefield, giving up the the battlefield about our beliefs and our uh, that's kind of conflict of situation okay we'll start with this is by the way the chart for washington dc so they're having it's in the eighth house so this would be scorpio rising so for all of you scorpio risings you're leaving behind a complex financial situation a situation maybe with other people's money maybe some home uh, ideas and and beliefs about your um you know your finances with a share a partner or shared resources whether it's a marriage partner or or someone else uh the second house is for taurus rising so we can just move that forward here um sorry not taurus what am i saying sag sag rising 
Um, Sag rising, this is happening in your first, the full moon uh, dynamic is in the seventh house of partnerships. And so maybe there's this conflict of belief about who you are and what your truth is versus people pleasing. I would say just to be, be really aware about that, you know, people pleasing thing, um, because, hey, you know, not the highest uh, way, right? It's, this is definitely speaking to what, what is that when Saturn is like, go back chill think about the big picture here there's a dynamic here that we could all learn from and incorporate into what we want to carry forward what kind of new foundations of belief do we want to lay down that is going to be long term saturn's not going to be back for 29 years in this sign so you know it's talk about lasting right so a seventh house, yeah, cutting a toxic relationship maybe or drawing healthy boundaries, not being all things to all people. Um, for you cap risings, this is going to be here you are and it will be in your sixth house of physical health. It's also the workplace where we have our day jobs. So, you know, maybe there's, maybe there's an, a crisis that happens where you got to like cut an employee or fire somebody or, or coworker leaves, or there's some kind of an exiting exit over beliefs. Um, it could also be about physical health and nutrition since that house is, is um, the joy of Mars. So there may be some crisis that needs to be resolved regarding your nutrition intake, your stories and your beliefs about your health and nutrition. Okay, so Aquarius, you Aquarius, all you Aquarius risings, this is going to be in your fifth house, and that is a house for children, dating, sex, dating, romance, relationships, all of that dynamic. So anything in that area of your life is asking for completion, and it might involve leaving a toxic relationship or toxic dynamic or relationship pattern um, as, a, as a result of this um, full moon in Gemini. Okay, Pisces rising, you are, it is going to happen in your fourth house. Now, you remember the, the, the first, fourth, seventh, and 10th are angular houses. So they have a, they have a punch, right? It's like the scaffolding of your chart. So your, your moon and Gemini there for, for uh, Pisces rising, this is your house of home and family and your roots, your genealogy. So maybe there's some conflict and stories around these things, conflict of beliefs with family members and that could cause you to just leave or at least maybe maybe what needs to happen is to just leave make peace and do the chill time that Saturn is asking of you you know um, but also just to not we can't be people pleasers for our family you know for what we believe in we can't we can't feel like we have to say something because I want to be accepted by everyone. So we, we, it's this, this crisis of belief. And so other family members might be feeling and sounding maybe very righteous around something that they really believe in. So uh, there's that opportunity here for um, healing. Crisis leads to opportunity. Okay, so for Aries, this is happening in your third house. And here we go. I love using the uh, the where the bound rulers because it's pretty rainbow. Think about Mercury too. It's like rules like LGBT Mercury rainbow. I just you know thought of that, and it's uh, certainly embracing a full spectrum of belief and knowledge and curiosity and open mindedness around all all places. And so uh, for this particular one, here we have um, Aries rising, and that is the full moon is in your third house and that's a daily routine it's our communications and our connections with our siblings and our 
aunts, uncles, relatives, um, various, uh, you know, systems of, of learning, like school, elementary school, lower level learning. And so the full moon there is this crisis that needs to be resolved regarding things of that nature. Uh, maybe it's about leaving behind some toxic stories that we have around our relatives and our, and our, um, you know, our, our belief systems with, uh, as they pertain to uh, people in, in that all third house matters. Okay, uh, then we have moving forward, Taurus rising, it's in your second house, which is the values that you hold, the values and the things that are important to you. So all the stories you have, and maybe there's a crisis that involves what you believe in, and what needs to shift? Maybe there's some stories that are not helping you around your own self-esteem and your own your own value and sense of as an individual. So that would be, uh, yeah. Maybe you're leaving a financial, personal finances, right? Maybe you're leaving a financial situation that you are feeling um, conflicted about. Um, Gemini rising. Okay, so the Gemini. Well, you Geminis or Gemini Risings, this is in your first house of physical appearance. The moon rules the physical body, and it is going to, um, so it will speak to our personality, our physical body. It, you know, we think about showing up as that gregarious, social loving, you know, bounce, you know, bounce and bounce around and have fun and just be like Peter Pan, you know, just ultimate Gemini. Uh, the trickster and all. Maybe there's some little crisis that people are like, hey, knock it off, you know? And, and so we're we're trying to draw a boundary. Maybe we're leaving behind feeling like we have to be a people pleaser to the world um, for everybody and to consider another narrative. Okay, for, for you, Cancer Risings, you have it in your 12th house, which is the house of the joy of Saturn. So it's being very... Um, you know, this is the place of, of solitude and contemplation. And it can also feel like a place where there's, you know, codependency and addictions and feeling like savior martyr. And maybe it's about releasing and giving up that, that savior martyr victim archetype. And, you know, it certainly will come into play here. It, it's also your mental health. If the sixth house is your physical health, the 12th house is your mental health. So the ideas, Gemini, right? Mercury, um, Mercury is in Sagittarius, uh, like I said earlier. Um, so looking at that big picture in deep in contemplation. I also find it interesting, by the way, that Mercury is conjunct the galactic center. So I haven't I haven't put that in on my software here, but the galactic center is about 26 degrees of Sag. And that is the truth teller. Sometimes they call it the whistleblower point. And so it's, you know, it's think about that, the conflict that comes up when we have to tell the truth about ourselves. And maybe that's, it's a place of being honest and um, leaving behind all the delusions and illusions we have around our beliefs and our, our uh, thoughts and beliefs and ideas, you know, about ourselves and our emotions too. And, and family, moon is always speaks not just to the emotions and one's sense of security, but also one's family. So uh, that's Cancer rising. And then we go on to Leo rising. This is going to be in your 11th house, which is the house of friends and peers, your colleagues, 
and your maybe it's people that you do business with as mercury you know in the sign of gemini it's about business mer merchants and selling buying and selling uh, things of that nature so there's maybe some crisis that needs to be resolved regarding your friends and leaving behind maybe friends that are not in alignment with with your values and to you know with that saturn square it's like saying okay let's you know wake up and smell the coffee here there's in this case there's some unconscious beliefs that you have here that you need to get present to that will assist you in in um, really realizing the potential of what this this full moon can bring okay then we have virgo rising and this is happening in your 11th uh, sorry 10th house of career so you might be having to leave behind a, a career or the, there's a conflict that goes on with your family versus your career in the 10th house if you're not working it could be just your your 10th house is you the face you show the world your it's really like your public reputation so there could be a new narrative that wants to to come out uh, out of that uh, situation and then we have ding ding Libra rising, this is going to be in your ninth house, the joy of God, as the ancients called it. And that is about, um, you know, higher truth and wisdom, esoteric wisdom and philosophy, spiritual and religious beliefs. It could also be long distance travel or foreign travel or foreign cultures. So there's some kind of crisis of belief regarding these things that are getting worked out with Saturn in the sixth, making that it's a mutable T-square, as we can see, it's all mutable signs. So something that needs to shift regarding beliefs and um, real, you know, coming into integrity around maybe some conflicts that that we may be having, leaving behind a field of study, you know, or a spiritual belief that you know maybe it's time for it to be cut loose and let go. All right, so I think that's it for now. Um, I hope you've enjoyed my ripped up picture. Thanks to my my kitty who is still sleeping fast asleep. I was going to put him on camera, but mm, <laughs> I don't want to look like this. <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a good one and a wonderful uh, full moon, and I will see you soon. Thanks so much for listening. And by the way, if you like this information, or please feel bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> ah, please feel free to share and subscribe comment of course i love all your comments i like to keep it light leo what can i say anyway all right you guys have a great one see you soon here liana samsara star sound speaks star sound astrology.com namaste